Good afternoon and welcome back to the Words at Work podcast. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How has your day been? I really hope that your Wednesday went wonderfully well. And if it didn't go well, that the night ends in a wonderful way. You know the mission of this Words at Work podcast is to help young professionals navigate their world of work. The world of work can be such a confusing place and if you don't know how to navigate the land, I've come to understand that you're going to get lost. I don't want you to get lost, I want you to be led in the right direction and I want you to get to that destination that you have in mind. Whether it's a career that you're crafting, a business that you're building, a hustle that you're honing, through these episodes I'll be sharing experiences that I really hope equip you and empower you to chart your own course. Even though your course may be different to mine, I know that we both have a destination in mind. We both have a place that we are trying to get to and a person that we are trying to become. While on the way to that person though, we are going to be faced with challenges. We are going to be placed in new environments that show us that we have a lot of things to learn. Environments that show us that our expectation of the work is very different to the reality of the work. Environments that may make us question our ability to do the work. These environments may bring about strong feelings of doubt and strong feelings of fear. These feelings may make us compare ourselves to other people and from that comparison begin to undervalue ourselves and undervalue the contributions that we can make to the world of work. When all these things come together, one can begin to feel like an imposter. And that is exactly what this episode is about. Imposter syndrome. Over these next couple of minutes, I'm going to share with you some experiences that I've had where I've been blessed to meet some doctors, as I call them, who gave me some remedies to help me heal from imposter syndrome. If you're experiencing this syndrome or any symptom of this syndrome, I really hope this episode impacts you. And I really hope that you enjoy it. You came here for more, so I'm happy to announce the beginning of episode number four, Remedies for Imposter Syndrome. This episode is inspired by the issue of healing from imposter syndrome. I remember reading over this issue more and more in preparation of this episode and As I read it over, my mind began to break apart the sentence, healing from imposter syndrome. And I realized that within this statement, there was a solution side and there was a problem side. The problem side was the imposter syndrome and the solution side was the healing. And I thought to myself, well, why did this person use the word healing? They could have used the word preventing they could have used the word treating they could have used the word dealing but they chose to use the word healing because this person wants a long-lasting solution this person doesn't want the problem to persist they want to know that they can find a way to deal with the problem today tomorrow and the days to come and i thought to myself well if we want to solve something I think a good place to start is to understand what the thing is. And that's where I started my research. And there are many definitions for it. But the definition that I like and that resonates with me the most is that imposter syndrome is that gnawing feeling of self-doubt and incompetence 
coupled with the dread of being exposed as a fraud. And I think about these feelings and I think about the world of work and it's so understandable how and why we can feel these emotions. It's so understandable when doing something new, when taking a new direction in career or in life where doubt comes in. I think about this feeling of incompetence and I remember when I started my first business landscaping company, Happy Hedges, I thought that cutting grass was a simple thing to do. I thought that you just pick up this worker, you swing it left and right, zip, 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 and the grass is gone. Little did I know that there was so much more to the world of landscaping than I knew. But when I couldn't cut my first property, I felt incredibly incompetent. I asked myself, what are you even doing here? You don't know the first thing about cutting grass and clearly you're a fool for thinking that you did. Would clients see that I don't know how to cut grass and not want to hire me? This is when the feelings of dread came into the question. But as I thought more about it, I thought more about this word syndrome. And when I googled what a syndrome is, a syndrome is simply a collection of symptoms that occur together. Right? So imposter syndrome is this collection of symptoms and these characteristics include self-doubt, undervaluing your contributions, attributing success to external factors, sabotaging self-success, setting unrealistic expectations, and a continuous fear of not living up to the expectations that then leads to burnout. And as I thought about it more and more, I thought about all these symptoms, these characteristics, and I realized that this episode and the solutions that we're going to speak about in this episode are not only for the person who is experiencing imposter syndrome, but for the person who is experiencing any of those symptoms. I'm not a professional to tell you and to be able to diagnose that you have imposter syndrome but i do feel pretty confident in assuming that you've experienced one of these if not more than these at some point in time in your life so i continue preparing for the episode and i continue thinking more and more about it and my mind goes back to this healing aspect of the issue and i think about healing and i ask myself well how do we heal what what are these stages of the healing process and I thought about it in the most simple way I said well in order to get healed you first have to go to a doctor who de determines that you are sick this doctor diagnoses your illness and is able to identify the problem that you are having and from identifying the problem that you are having they are then able to give you a prescription they prescribe medication to you that is going to help you deal with the issue and afterwards they're going to give you a prevention plan so that you are able to treat with the problem on your own and this is what really gave me and this is what really gave me the framework to think about experiences that i had which led me to an answer for this issue of healing from imposter syndrome i thought about experiences where someone was able to identify the problem within me, was able to identify the symptom, where they gave me a piece of advice or a tool or a trick or information that served as medication. And then thirdly, what prevention plan did I put in place 
that has helped me to continue to not suffer from imposter syndrome. So today, I really hope these experiences help you. I really hope these experiences add to your healing process. And I really hope that just like my friend who shared this issue with us, you can continue to share the issues that are on your heart so that you can continue to find solutions to the problems that you are having. So for the first experience, the year is 2021 and I'm working in the Ministry of National Security. And one of the perks of the work was that on the premises, there was a mental health counselor. One day I arranged to speak to her because I was experiencing some bombarding thought and being faced with some challenging emotions. And it was actually preventing me from feeling my best and working to the best of my ability. So I arranged to speak to her and I go into her office. I'll never forget how comfortable I felt from the moment that I sat down. I looked around the room and I saw that she had motivating messages on the walls. She had a statement about her commitment to care for her clients and her care for privacy. The only thing she was missing was the container of lollipops or sweets, just like they have in doctor's offices. I felt like her whole room was set up for the purpose of helping the patient, which is myself. And we get into a long conversation and she asked me some background about what I was doing before I was working there, many things that I'm into, what I would like to get out of the job where I am now, how can she help with that? And as the conversation progressed, I began telling her about what I was experiencing at that time and i was telling her that during the day while working i can't help but think about the other ways i could be working i can't help but watch the clock and as the minutes go by wish that i was counting the time somewhere else i felt like even though i was doing good work this wasn't my work this was our work and i was looking for my work and with these thoughts came feelings of regret of frustration of anxiety because i asked myself if i wouldn't be able to work anywhere else but here because that job was the first real job i had in eight months this was 2021 i got that job in november 2020 but i graduated in may of 2020 and between may and november i was unemployed i was hustling i was looking for it as we mentioned in the last episode and i was telling i i don't want you to think that i'm not grateful for this job and this job means a lot to me and to my family but honestly it's really frustrating to know that i'm not working in the way that i'd like to work and i kind of feel ashamed because i wasn't giving my best and i didn't want to feel like i was short in my employer and she asked me well what is it that you want to do and i said well i want to speak more I want to be on stages. I want to interact with people. I want to go to schools and talk to children. That's the kind of work that I want to do. I, I want to work closely with people. But I don't know how to do that. I don't know what they want to hear. I don't know what to say. I have so many things I want to share, but I don't know where to start. She said, but what were you doing last year? I said, coaching. She said, but isn't that the same thing? I said, no, it's not the same because coaching was very different to speaking. I wasn't really prepared for the business of coaching as much as I, I thought I was. Even though I had a beta program, nobody went on to continue as a paid client of mine. And yes, I got a paid client, but I didn't even find her. She found me. So I don't know if that's going to work. And she said, you know, there's actually a name for what you're experiencing right now. And I said, what's that? And she said, imposter syndrome. And I said, imposter syndrome. What, 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 are you, what are you talking about? And as she began to explain it to me, she began to speak on the symptoms, the self-doubt, the burnout, the unrealistic expectations, the frustration that comes from not meeting the expectations. I said, wow, it's a whole syndrome that I have here. But this didn't make me feel any better because I thought my problem was X, Y, and Z. Now, apparently, I have a whole new problem. 
so I have X, Y, Z and problem number one. We began to laugh a little bit as I responded to it. But as she was able to identify what the issue was, she was then able to speak the solution. And even though I didn't feel it in that moment, her identifying the problem was the first step towards my solution. What she asked me afterwards became the medication. The medication was a question. And I think of it as a tablet because it was a small, simple question. But as I took in the question and began to digest it and think about it, I began to feel an ease from the feelings that I was having. She asked me, when have you done it before? And in her asking this question, I thought back to the experiences that I had when I was coaching, when I was speaking, these talks that I did do, when I was in my element, when I was working. And she helped me realize by asking that question that what I thought I couldn't do in the future I had already done in a different way in the past as I thought more about it I realized that even though I was stuck now up to a few months ago I was working in my passion now it didn't look like what I thought it would look like but the reality was I was doing the thing that I wanted to do a bit of my frustration when I was experiencing the syndrome came from me thinking that I couldn't do the thing I couldn't be that person but in asking me the question I realized to the clients in my beta program i was a coach to the person that went on to become my paid client she reached out to me because she saw me as someone who was able to help her i thought i wasn't in a position to help but she thought i was best suited to help just like she submitted to me that day i'm submitting to you today that exactly what you want to do you have done it before, but in a different way. Let's say, speaking to last week's episode, you want to share deeper sides of yourself. And you may think that you can't share deeper sides of yourself because you don't know how to, and you can't be such a brave and a courageous person. But if you were to ask yourself the question, when have I shared deeper parts of myself before? You would realize that, all throughout your youth. Whenever you express your frustration to your parents, that was you sharing a side of your deeper self. Whenever you had those heart-to-hearts with friends, that was you sharing a side of yourself. Whenever you shared with a close friend or anybody about the dream, the aspiration that you had, that was you sharing yourself. You're just now in a different place, faced with a new person, trying to share this thing. But you've done it before. In a different way, but you've done it before. This gave me such a sense of confidence in knowing that all I was doing was the same thing in a different way on a different day. This was the medication that she gave me. So from this experience, from this doctor, this mental health counselor, she gave me the prescription of a question. And this question simply was, when did I do it before? As we continue to talk some more and get more into imposter syndrome, she said, I'm going to send you a worksheet to do. I'm going to send you some material to read. And she said, before you go, I want to explain something to you a little further. Remember we spoke about expectations and unrealistic expectations, not meeting expectations, leading to this imposter syndrome. A big reason that you have these expectations and that they're so high and that you feel so strongly about them is because you take this thing very seriously. The fact that you could set expectations and that you could put serious emotion behind the expectation is because you have a deep connection to what you're trying to do. You are taking yourself very seriously and that in itself is not a bad thing. But when you take yourself too seriously it makes it hard to see yourself it makes it hard to have fun in the process which is what leads to progress when you begin to enjoy the journey when you begin to enjoy the work when you begin to have fun doing the thing that you want to do that's when you feel fulfilled 
And that's when you begin to identify as the person that you are trying to become. She said, Savior, stop taking yourself so seriously. And I didn't know it at the time, but this was her second prescription. What I call now the syrup of seriousness. I needed a sweet reminder to give myself grace. A sweet reminder to give myself time. I needed a reminder to enjoy the process because I was just so studying the process of progress that I was just getting stressed. And that was a huge aspect of my syndrome when she gave me that medication this syrup of seriousness and i began to use that more and more in my life i began to feel lighter as i was pursuing my light i began to find joy on my journey and i began to remind myself that i will get there and i am serious about my goals but i'm also gonna have fun on my way to them so from the first experience the doctor prescribed these two things and i now use these two things as a part of my prevention plan moving forward the second experience that I want to share came from my coach. Now, as I shared in episode three, early in my coaching career, I was having a hard time seeing myself as a coach. I was having a hard time identifying as this new person because as I looked around, I was very far from the place that I wanted to be. The expectation that I had was far from the reality that I was in. And between this gap was the fear. Between the gap was the frustration. Between the gap was the doubt. Between the gap was the self-sabotage. Because I began to ask myself, how can I say that I'm a coach when I myself need coach how can i stand here as a guide when i myself need guidance at the time in my coaching program the offer was running was to help clients master their motivation and eliminate procrastination and i thought to myself how can i offer this program and help people with these two things where i still sometimes struggle with procrastination where my motivation still moves up and down i felt like a fraud i felt like an imposter because i was telling people here's what you could do but i was still having a hard time remembering to do all of those things and i remember speaking to my coach one day and telling him that I'm not an expert i'm an amateur i'm a novice what do i say and he looked at me and he said savior you don't have to be 10 years older than someone you don't have to be 10 steps ahead of them to help them you don't need to have expertise in this area you don't need to be a master or a guru of this thing you simply need to be one step ahead of the person that you're trying to help and ahead doesn't mean in front of in terms of a race ahead simply means one step further along the lane of life than that person the easiest example of this is me being a parent. I became a parent at an earlier age, three years ago. So now I have three years of experience as a parent. This doesn't mean that I'm an expert at parenting. This doesn't mean that I know exactly what to do through year zero to three. But this means that for somebody who is yet to begin their parenting journey, I have experience that can help them. In the same way, whatever they are doing, or whatever they have done in those last three years, they have experiences that will be different to mine that they can now impart to me. These different experiences can impact different people because everybody will see it and feel it differently. So regardless of what you're trying to do, regardless of where you are trying to go, regardless of what work you are trying to do in your world, regardless of the destination that you are directing yourself towards, you have experience that is different to other people that makes you unique. You have experience that is yours. And again, it doesn't make you an expert. It makes you an expert of your experience. And that was exactly what we spoke about in episode number one. The medication that the doctor gave me in that instance was a pill of perception. The perception that I just needed to be one step ahead of the person. And 
have the intention to help them. Because when the intention to help comes into play, regardless of what we see, regardless of what the experience that we share is, once there was an intention to help the person, I believe that the person will be helped. Something you say or the way in which you say it or just the fact that you are willing to say it will help the person. I'll never forget my first coaching client. A total stranger reached out to me over Instagram and I had to accept the request. She saw the offer that I was making and she saw some of the videos in the past that I used to share and she felt that I was the best person to help her with what she was going through. The funny thing is that she wasn't looking for motivation or procrastination. She was looking for a way to deal with depression. She thought that I was someone who could impart something to her. She thought that I was someone that can say something to her that would change the way she feels about herself and about her life. The amazing thing is that she was actually the best client that I ever had because every conversation that we shared was a conversation that she received value. The simplicity of the things we shared would blow your mind. Just to, just to touch on that quickly, one aspect that we touched on was about the importance of setting up an environment for success, right? And she shared with me that she doesn't really have spaces at her home that she can change or alter. She came from a household that was pretty strict and being the only girl of the family, she was always very protected. She told me that aside from her room, there was nowhere else in the house that she felt comfortable leaving her mark on or changing. So we spoke about her room and we spoke about what she has in her room. And she told me that she enjoys coloring. And I said, okay, what we're going to do is get three images, images that you can color, images that represent a goal that you are trying to achieve. Three images that represent a side of yourself that you are working on. She colored these pictures. She put them up in her room. And within a week, she told me that, Savior, my room is no longer the place that I escaped. It's the place that I go to to elevate. I look at these pictures on my wall and I think about the conversations that we have and I think about what the images mean and I think about how I was able to color them and how I was able to fill in these pictures. And I just feel so inspired. I can't thank you enough for how much you've helped me and I really appreciate it. So I say all that to say, you're not a fraud. You're not a phony. You are someone who has had a different experience to others and you are entitled, enabled and empowered when you share those different experiences. So to recap, in my journey of healing from imposter syndrome, it has helped me to find doctors, to receive medication and to create a prevention plan. But these doctors were not attached to hospitals and this medication wasn't prescribed over the counter. The doctors that I spoke to was a mental health counsellor and my coach. Because remember, for this situation, a doctor is anyone who is knowledgeable enough to identify symptoms of imposter syndrome within you. The medication, the prescription that was given to me from these people was the medication of a question. I imagine it like a little pill. A pill to ask myself, where have I done it before? Which helps me to remember that what I am doing now or attempting to do, I've done it in some way before. Two, a syrup of seriousness. To not give myself stress by taking myself seriously, but to give myself grace. And the third is to remember that I don't need to be an expert. I am an expert in my experience. And all I need to do is be one step ahead of the person I'm trying to help, to help them across that step. I really hope that this helps someone today. I really hope that the person who 
share this issue with us has been impacted the most so that we can all go out and live life and live bright not feeling like imposters but feeling like the confident budding professional that we are where we can move through the world with love like love and respect in all aspects to do wonderful work and to use our words in wonderful ways and that is a wrap for this week's episode episode number four remedies for imposter syndrome of the words at work podcast boy oh boy imposter syndrome is such a problem that our generation deals with nearly everybody i spoke to when i told them that this was the episode this was the topic of this week's episode said that they identified with it that they experienced it i know everybody experiences the symptoms of imposter syndrome even if not in collection they experience them individually each one by itself is enough to make one stop in their track on their journey towards their career aspiration thank you very very much my boy avery for sharing this issue you in yourself are an artist you are creative and i'm pretty sure that this is the area where your imposter syndrome is centered but i'm here to tell you that you've done it before that you have experiences that qualify you to share and as good as it is that you take yourself seriously give yourself some grace my brother we are waiting and excited for all that you're going to share with us all that you're going to do and i can't wait to see how much you shine in time to come and if you know somebody who is experiencing imposter syndrome who you see these symptoms exhibited in on a daily basis i ask that you share this episode with them let them know that i'm rooting for you i'm beside you when you need help and tell them that you are qualified to do what you are doing because you are an expert of your experiences that's how we're going to enable more people to do wonderful work and work wonders in this world of work of course if you haven't already a subscription to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to would really be appreciated slap a like on the episode and let me know what else we can share in this podcast to help you message me on instagram hit me up on twitter if you know me like that if you have my number feel free to give me a call let's have a conversation sharing about the things that you are suffering with and let me see if not through my experience through communicating with an expert we may be able to find a solution for your problem of course we're going to do a quick teaser for next week's episode next week we are talking about finding the balance between helping people and hurting ourselves finding the balance between opening our plate to take on the activities and the issues of others while not feeling like we are being overwhelmed and overburdened by what we take on so until next time i just want to thank you again for listening i really do appreciate your support thank you for inspiring me to continue to share my voice to share my art and to share my stories as i've experienced them in this world of work i really hope that through our words and with love like love and respect in all aspects we can continue to build the life of our dreams and leave the world that much better than when we met it until next time see ya